Hey, it's Deacon here. I'm hosting a new workshop called Hiring Secrets to help you find the right people who will take your business to the next level. Join me live on April 6th, and I'll show you my biggest secrets and tools to building a high-performance team. Get all the details at deaconbradley.com, click the Hiring Secrets link in the menu, or check today's show notes for all the links you need. Now, let's get back to the podcast. So if you're a business leader listening to this right now, it's going to feel a little like opposite land, like up is down, high is low. And I absolutely just love this topic because of that. So we're going to challenge you today. Welcome to the Sharp Business Growth Podcast, the show for CEOs who want to create healthy business growth. I'm your host, Deacon Bradley, alongside Justice Marimi. And on today's show, we're going to clear up some confusion around a really important aspect of leading your business. We're talking about rest today. Rest. And before, if you're thinking like, hey, I'm going to tune out. I don't got time for rest. This is for you. And Justice, as I look over in the studio here, right above your head, you probably didn't notice this. Yeah. There's a big blue book called Rest. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is a topic. I love this topic. I think it's really important. I think you love it even more than me. And I have seen you lead so many business CEOs through this topic and just show them essentially shine a light on this and show them how to do it. I'm one of them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's just so cool. So I'm super pumped about this. Talk a little bit about rest. Okay. So we have to remember that this podcast is for CEOs and I would say even more so high performing CEOs. So here's the assumptions that we have. You work hard. You're very productive you lead strongly, you know what you want. So with those, those are the assumptions. We're not assuming you're lazy. We're not assuming that you're having a hard time finding stuff to do. We're, we're assuming there's a lot on your plate that you like getting things done, that you like leading, yeah. that you like growth. You probably had enough initiative that you created something out of nothing. And that thing is like, really successful and and doing a good job right now. And that's a very unique person. Yes. So we're taking that into consideration when we talk about this. I know as, as a CEO that you're probably, when you hear the word rest, something in your subconscious is saying laziness. Here's why. Most CEOs are extremely hard on themselves. I would say it's a muscle that they have burnt out. One of the things that separates high-performing CEOs from other ones is that they hold themselves to a much higher level. That is a good thing, but if that muscle is used all the time, it will burn out. So how do you alleviate that? Rest. What does rest look like? It's different for every CEO. This is not a, this is exactly how you rest. I can give you some examples of what rest looks like, but I want to really push this. I'm passionate about this because this is where I see a lot of CEOs struggle because they go, how could I ever do this when I'm asking for my team to do so much more? 
how could I, how could I ever do this whenever we have so much things we need to accomplish? And my question would be, how will you be able to do all of this if you do not rest? So where do you get, where does your energy come from? How does your brain operate at a high level? When is recovery happen? Imagine you're a high performing athlete. How, how much time do they take resting? How much money do they spend on resting well? Why? Because they want their bodies to perform at a high level for a long period of time. So for how long do you want to perform at a high level as a CEO? You have to rest. So let's do this. Let's let's kind of take this in little chunks. Yeah. I had a really great experience. You kind of walked me through this. It's made a, a huge difference in my results and just my experience of life and business. Uh, I know you've done this with, with loads of other CEOs. Let's one bite at a time. Let's start with like, what does rest look like for you? Forget about if it's possible or not. Like how, how would somebody unpack this? What, how would they think about like, uh, cause my rest looks different than your yes. rest. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm jealous of your rest. By the way. <laughs> Very jealous of your rest. So I'm an extrovert. I, um, I like hanging out with a select group of people. I like having great conversations. Um, and so my rest looks like spending time with the right people, eating some great food, having great conversations. Um, I also like to go and go on a walk. I like to think, um, I often will come back from my three mile walks with a lot of really great ideas. So my rest looks really different from Deacon's rest. Um, I also want to add just a little bit is like rest doesn't necessarily mean more sleep. Like, or, or self care. Yes. All the like, Oh, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. I have to buy a sauna. <laughs> exactly. No, it like the rest is one of those things that means a lot of things to a lot of people. You should come back from rest feeling more invigorated, more clear, more at peace. It doesn't mean you got more sleep, even though I would highly encourage that you do get some more sleep. Or, or maybe that you took a huge chunk of your calendar that is now dedicated to meditating yeah. when you're not somebody who gets a lot of energy <laughs> or satisfaction from that. Yes. Yes. I have a, I have a friend who absolutely, um, he leads a nonprofit organization and his rest is to go wakeboard. That's his rest. He gets fired up. It's exciting to him. He looks forward to it. He comes back to work a different person because he goes, man, I got to be on the water today. I got to go wakeboard. I'm, I'm good to work on these other things because I got this thing. I got to do this. I feel great. And his team is like, Hey, he got to wakeboard today. I'm like, this is good. You live in Austin by any chance? Cause I just, I'm looking for some friends who want <laughs> to rest with I just wish. throwing that out there. Yeah. He lives in Dallas. <laughs> Sorry, man. <laughs> oh man. One. So I really love this, this concept of, of, and this is something I, I talk to a lot of business leaders that I work with privately. I always want to find out what gives them energy. Mm. Just as you and I, when we were working together, we talked a lot about like what gives me energy. Yeah. And that was you know, it's kind of a, a weird way to approach rest. Cause you usually think 
the opposite. Like, what do I do when I expend no energy? Mm. That's rest. Yes. But we're kind of like, no, what? Like we were just having a conversation in my kitchen before we recorded this with, with Cameron, my wife and, and you were, I could see you, we weren't, we weren't talking about this topic, but you were really interested in what fires her up. Yes. And it's so interesting that that can, it can be restful. Yeah, yes. <laughs> yes. Rest gets a rest is often associated with do less. Um, and honestly, it, it, it really should be more about be more intentional about what gets you going. Like be more intentional, make space for those things that put you in a state of, ah, oh, this is awesome. This is great. Oh, I love this. I got, I, I mean, I've got a friend who, who runs a big organization um, that he's actually about to exit and he likes to sit and read books. I would never want to do that. <laughs> like just to sit for hours and read a book but when he comes back from that, he's a different person. He's ready to go. And I would almost say the reason he's able to grow this organization so big and exit it um, is because he took that time to just go, you know what? I'm going to take a weekend, go to a cabin, read a book. And he came back with new ideas. He came back with new like vision. It, it was It's cool to watch. And I, I, I sit back and I go, he made time for himself. This is great. I love, I love that rest does not mean doing less was like a huge, that's a writer downer Yes, <laughs> for me. Yes. Uh, it doesn't mean doing less. It's like, what, what gives you energy? Uh, and what would you say to somebody? Cause I know this, this person's listening right now Yeah, who says my work gives me energy. I need to spend more time doing my work. That's how I got here. Yes. I'd say, let's take your ego out of this equation. Like, I get it. You enjoy what you do. That is great. I bet LeBron James really enjoys basketball. <laughs> I hope so, man. I, I think really, it shows when he plays. Exactly. So I think that's a fair point. Yes. And he spends a million dollars a year on his body. Why? And he goes on vacation and he buys super expensive wines and hangs out with his friends. Does that mean he doesn't enjoy basketball? Not at all. Because he values basketball so much, he wants to go take time out and focus on his body and go hang out with friends and rest his body. Why? Because he cares about that thing so much. So if you really care about your work and you really enjoy your work, then go do other things that allow your work to continue to be something that you look forward to. Uh, Sam Walton, if you get a chance, read his biography. He would go out and go duck hunting like or pheasant hunting. Um, why he'd go, he go, all I do is I work, I hang out with my family and then I go hunt and that that's what I do. And that was his time to go walk in the woods and, and, and let his brain go and just rest and not think about work. Did he love what he did? Oh my gosh. Read this book and you'll wonder if you care about your work enough, even if you love it. This guy was obsessed with, with Walmart, with building this gigantic business. But even he knew I've got to get out. I've got to go spend some time in nature. I got to go duck hunting. So if he needs it, how much more do you? I love that. The LeBron James, uh, that just how he lives his life, I think was such a clear example. Like, yeah, I mean, few people probably love basketball as much as him. Yeah. But look how much he's devoting to not playing basketball. Yes. P.S. So he can play basketball better. Yes. <laughs> 
Absolutely. It's it, and I often and again, when I'm sharing this, I'm preaching to myself as well. It's not like I've achieved this pinnacle of rest and I'm resting well. Most weekends, and there's a cycle to it with rest. It takes me a whole day to get into a place of rest usually, and then I'm resting. So you're going to be stir crazy. But that first, it's just like when you go on vacation. If you run a business, the first three days are kind of miserable because you're just thinking about all the things that you should have done before you left. What is the team doing? Oh my gosh, I've got all these other ideas that I haven't communicated. But then on the fourth day, you're like, oh, look around. The beaches of Mexico are not that bad. Like, this is great. I finally <laughs> see them. Oh, wow. Look at my wife. She looks great. Oh, I enjoy talking to her. This is amazing. But it takes you a while. And so resting is a practice that you get better at over time. That's a really good point. So step one, let unpack what rest looks like for you. You know, you might not see a path to be able to do it yet, but that's okay. Yep. That's a question. It's like, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to like to think about rest and also feel like that nag in the back of your mind, like, yeah, but I can't do that. And we'll talk about that in a second. But, right. Um, so yeah, that's essentially like unpack this for you. And uh, I remember going through in coaching, going through and actually like writing these things down. And, and uh, one of the things that, that really came up big for me was play. Mm. And I like, I just love to play. And so like, yeah, let's go hit some balls at top golf. Yes. I bought an Xbox, which we played for probably 30 minutes before we recorded this episode. Yes, we were resting. <laughs> That's what I'm we jealous gotta of. We got to rest up to record. Uh, so yeah, I, uh, yeah, justice, you, you really sold me on this when I found out that I didn't have to just go meditate or lay in bed or take more naps. Yes. It could be really fun. And life-giving and energizing. Yes. <laughs> and, and uh, yeah. And so, yes, I practice Xbox. Uh, I, pack, I practice resting regularly now. Yes. I love it. It reminds me, this reminds me of, okay, I was a pastor. And when we tell, especially men, hey, you need to pray more. It was like you could watch just all excitement leave their body. <laughs> They're just like, what? Ugh. Uh, and, and it was like, great. I got to go sit in a room. I got to light the candles and then I got to get on my knees and I got to think about all the things that I need to tell God. And he's probably mad at me and all this stuff. And then I need to ask for a bunch of stuff. And who am I even really talking to? And then we go like, Hey, like, what does your day look like? Do you drive to work? Yeah. We'll just talk to him in there. Five minutes. Do you go on walks? Sometimes just have a conversation. Oh, so I don't have to like have this whole setup. No, I don't need a special room. Yeah, exactly. Great. I got to go hire someone to come add on a room and put it right next to the sauna. Yeah, exactly. So don't overthink about it. Like rest is not this kumbaya experience. It's something you should be looking forward to. That's exciting. I love that. So step one, we, we've got, you're getting an idea in your own mind. What does rest look like? Be intentional about this. Think about it. Write the things down because you're going to forget them. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> and I really want them written down for this step too, which is now you have to find a way to go do it. Mm. And in this part, justice, I'm going to be the guy who can't do it and throw some excuses out. And you just, can you just help me get past some of these? Yes. Okay. Justice, I'm running a busy company here. We did some millions this year. Uh, I've got a team. I don't have time for rest. Yes. I love this. I would say 
do you have time not to? And how big do you want to grow your business? Look, I want to double this year. (laughs) Great. I love that. If you want to double this year, then you need to take some time out and think and get active and get your brain stimulated and rest so that you can come with the best ideas to lead your team. Because guess what? Doubling your growth is more of what is going on right now, including the pain points. So how are you going to think about how to alleviate those problems? Guess how much more you're going to have to promote more people and they're going to be meeting with you on a more regular basis. How are you going to lead them? What are they going to need from you? So it's more work. Do you want your brain operating as the way it is now with double work or do you want to be more active, more stimulated, more ready and showing up in a state where you're like, I'm prime, I'm ready to go. Okay. That that was really interesting because I just threw a big goal out there. I hear this a lot. We want double revenue this year. (laughs) And you doubled down on how much I needed (laughs) to rest. And so in my mind, I'm like, I don't have time for this. I have to work twice as hard to get twice as much revenue. And you're basically saying, oh my gosh, full, full stop. You need rest even worse than I thought. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And look guys, like this, we could talk about the science of it, or I can just tell you about people that took it seriously. Um, Steve Jobs, Warren Buffett, read their books. You often will hear about how they went on walks. Why would they go on these walks? What do you think happened on these walks when they're walking by themselves? They weren't carrying their laptop with them. They often weren't going with a large group of people. Is that an entourage behind them, like taking notes? Yes, exactly. (laughs) No. And Warren Buffett would come home every night and he does this every night and he'd play games on his computer every night. Oh, I got to tell you, that makes me feel good. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So this isn't just coming from someone that's like, look, really take care of yourself. As much as that's true, it's because I love studying the greats. I love studying the greats. And they have this practice of rest. The greatest thinkers, Einstein, they have this routine of doing things that they love that aren't associated with what they do that are stimulating. And for all of us, like we need to have our brains, our minds, our bodies stimulated because who you are now is not who you need to be for your team a year from now or to get the results that you want. You're going to have to be a different kind of leader. There's something, a business leader that you and I have both worked with a good amount. Uh, and I hear you say this to them it's so much that like, I don't actually hear you say it to them, but you've said it enough that it's almost become this like inside joke that he has shared on numerous occasions where he's like, justice called me. And he said, <laughs> or I got this text from justice and unpack this for me because what you always tell them is you say, are you walking in the woods? Yes. What makes you, what do you notice that makes you say that to that leader? Yes. I notice that they are overthinking things. I notice that they are stepping in. That's a great question. They are stepping into how mode. When I start noticing that a CEO is talking about what's the best way, how could I do this? Um, I've started doing these other things. When I see them chasing after shiny objects, when I see them in a fear mode or like a fix it mode, I'm going, oh, they're, tr- they're, they're grappling for things. They need to get like peace. They need to get restful. They need to get clear. You go walk in the woods. You go walk on the beach. New ideas are just going to drop 
in how many times, guys, when you're in the shower, you get a great idea. How many times when you're just on a run or on a bike ride, you're like, huh, this idea just came out of nowhere. Okay, Justice, I'm CEO rest naysayer guy back, back again. And you're just describing this, these symptoms where that you're noticing when you need to say, Hey, why don't you go walk in the woods? And it's like, Oh, they're too into the, in the weeds. They're noticing these problems. They're in how fix it mode. CEO naysayer guy is thinking right now, but if I'm walking in the woods is like the house just on fire while I'm walking in the woods. Like who's going to solve the problem. I don't know how to reconcile this in my head, but it, it sounds nice. But how does this like work in real life? Yeah. So here's what I want to do. I, I want to give you a, a, a vision of your business running on its own without you. How does that feel? Where you have the time freedom to do the things you love, knowing that your business will grow, actually grow on its own. How much of that future, how much of that future can you come up with while you're in the weeds? Uh, basically none. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I hope you're not trying to grow your business so you can do more of the things that you're doing now. I hope not. Ooh. Right? And so where are you going to get the brain space to think about? Even the question I just asked, you probably haven't thought about that on your own. How could my business grow without me? Meaning it's on autopilot. And it's growing and I'm not there every single day. How could that happen? Go in the woods with that question and see what results start to come up because your brain is, your brain is coming up with the easiest way to solve a problem. Like it just wants to fix it. Right. And so as a coach, I know that better questions get better answers, but we're often not asking ourselves the right questions it takes getting outside ourselves and being challenged on our thought process, even just doing it yourself to actually get the answers that we want. Rest involves that. Rarely do I leave a coaching call or a coaching conversation not giving someone something to go take and process on their own. It, it, because it's like there's too much more. There's too many answers waiting to be discovered on the other side of this. I'm going to connect a couple dots here. And you tell me if I'm thinking about this right. We were just, uh, so CEO, naysayer guy, the antagonist in this podcast, which I am playing, uh, is struggling with this concept of getting out in the woods, getting spaced, getting restful while there's a fire going on in the house. And I'm thinking back as you were sharing what you were sharing about the importance of that. I'm thinking back to the the podcast we did on vision. Mm Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we talked about in that was how there's this struggle of, of CEOs getting out of the weeds enough to create a vision because they have to like turn all the knobs and push all the buttons because yep. there's just a lot going on. Yep. But in that podcast, we shared, hey, when you have that vision, you don't have to be the one pushing all the buttons. So yep. here's my dot connection. Yeah. This is happening in my brain in real time, Justice. Tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah. When I'm walking in the woods and I'm creating vision and I'm strengthening that and I'm just getting some space, maybe I don't have to be the guy with the fire extinguisher yep. when I get back. Yes, absolutely. You're thinking about it right. And you're not going to find the person that puts the fires out 
if you're in the fire the whole time. You actually need to get outside of it and think, who? Who could do this? And so some of you are addicted to the fire. I was actually talking with a CEO two nights ago, and I go, someone here is addicted to creating like problems. <laughs> and and this guy was like, yeah, I am. I create a lot of these. And I was looking over at the two team members that he had, and they were like, yeah, okay. And I... And so a lot of times you're not, you getting away from the business is going to make you go, I see what created the fires. I see how they got there. I see what needs to happen. I see who might need to get fired. I see who actually needs to get promoted to help solve these problems that I never would have thought of because they weren't going to raise their hand, but I actually need to put them over this new project that's creating fires. So yes, you're absolutely right. I love it. I'm getting a, it's getting really clear in my head now, not just rest. So started the episode and it's like rest saunas and, and hot rocks and, yeah. and hours of meditation and like who has time for that. Right. Uh, and then as this picture is becoming really clear, uh, the importance of it and how that actually really impacts my business. Yes. Not just at some weird woo woo theoretical fuzzy level. Like that was a really clear picture yeah. you just painted. So I believe that now I have one last uh, CEO naysayer write in question yes. that I want you to unpack for me. If, if there's a fire in the house and it's hard to put out they're like, we've got problems Yep. and I'm off resting. What will my team think? <laughs> Your team will actually come up with solutions for a lot of these without you. If you give them clear direction before you go rest. So there has to be a communication of how you want things to operate while you're resting. Then, which means you're giving them trust. You're giving them authority. So if you go into rest and go, hey, guys, I'm going to go rest. I'm going to take the day. I'm going to take a couple days. And then you're like, just reach out to me if you guys need anything. If anything comes up, let me know. Not, Not good. Not healthy. You're still the savior of the company. If you go, hey, guys. I trust you with these things. I'm going to go take a rest. Do not reach out to me unless it's this kind of problem. If there's anything above your pay grade, I've already talked to Susie. She'll answer your questions. If Susie feels like it's an emergency, she will reach out to me. I think you guys have got it. I be, I trust you to solve these problems. If you try to solve a problem and it gets worse, I will not hold you responsible. Um, I trust you guys. I'm going to go rest. I'll talk to you later. And you will be surprised how quickly they can work without you. <laughs> you will see exactly like the all-stars will rise up. Uh, the, the leaders will rise up and people that you thought would be trouble will rise up. And then there'll be people that'll just be lazy. And we all like, you know, about 10% of your, your team is not the best and you'll see that, but it'll be worth the time you take out to rest. I love this. This is something that I, I have worked for business leaders that were terrible at this. <laughs> it made it harder for me to do my job. Yep. So I'm, I'm kind of hearing this at two levels. One as, as kind of like the number two in the company and how important it was for me. I could sense when the CEO wasn't going and resting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and two as like a CEO and just recognizing and placing a high priority and a high value on rest 
And uh, as I kind of mentioned in the beginning of this, this is something that you've helped me a lot with personally. Uh, I know you've helped a lot of CEOs with this and just my, my, my personal anecdotal experience, like my business has accelerated a huge amount just from me resting mm-hmm. <laughs> and not pushing it. And by the way, I've had a lot more fun yep. while I was doing it. Uh, my life is, it just looks totally different. Yeah. It's totally different. And I'm super excited, super grateful. Is there anything else that you want CEOs to take away from this conversation or, or know about rest? Yes. Start small um, and give yourself grace in this. You'll go, you'll try to rest. It'll be, it'll be really hard. And then you'll come back and go, that didn't work. No, you're just learning how to rest. So it's, it's a muscle that you have to strengthen and you have to learn. And at the beginning, you will be bad at it. Um, so then start small. Hey, maybe say, Hey, in the, on Wednesday hump day, I'm going to take two hour lunch instead of a one hour lunch. And I'm going to go work out or I'm going to go on a walk. Um, I'll let the team know. And then over time you'll go, Hey, two years from now, I could, as you see how well this works, I could see you like a CEO. I know right now, take the last week of the month off every month. That is, that is so cool. That's, that's really inspiring. Yep. So ask yourself this question, what would have to be true for me to be able to take the rest that I really want to take and the company to grow while I'm out? I'm going to have to have you add one more thing onto this because like I'm sensing some resistance because again, this was me. (laughs) So just anecdotally this week, Yesterday was like a rest day for me. Yeah. I had, uh, we were kind of celebrating something. We went out, we went down to Hop Dottie, got some burgers. I got, I got a beer there at yeah. lunch and they served them in these like gigantic <laughs> goblets. And so between all of the giant hamburger bun and the beer, like I basically laid on my floor yes. and watched a movie after that on a work day. Yeah. And like, that was rest for me. And I guess the, the, you were saying, Hey, what would have to be true for, for me to be able to do this. And I think the thing that you have really encouraged me on and that I don't want people to put up resistance around that I'd like you to speak to a little bit is the thing that has to be true. Like it can't be when I get to whatever revenue level or when my business is X successful, like this, this is important if it's day one for you. Yep. Um, so yeah, just talk a little bit about that. Cause I know you've worked with all levels of CEOs. Yes. And, uh, I think that is something that I, I would have been the guy saying, when I get to 10 million, then I can rest. Yes. <laughs> no, this is great. Uh, the, the best way for me to, for you to think about this is who is the most valuable team member you have on your team? They came to you right now and said, I want to be able to take one hour or one day out of the week and go rest so that I can better perform for you. You might have a few hesitations, but at the end of the day, you wouldn't want to lose them. So you'd say, yeah, okay, let's try this out. Let's see how it works. You are 10 times more valuable than that person. So your mindset needs to change. And if you don't start now, you will never start. Like routine is king. So if you don't start now, the problems that you're going to see when you're doing double the revenue you have are only going to make it seem like that much more that you cannot take it. So do not wait for the future. Start now. Again, communicate why to the people that need to know and, and do it, just start doing it and you'll start to see results. You'll feel a little guilty at first, but you will see results and you need to take 
your, you need to take your value very seriously. Thanks for joining us today on the Sharp Business Growth Podcast. Be sure and subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast app so you never miss an episode. Even when you're resting, visit us at sharpbusinessgrowth.com. We have loads more resources there uh, that we'd love to share with you guys, help you grow your business. Please go out, find rest. If you think you can't, it is a belief that you need to change. So first things first, go figure out what rest looks like for you. It's different for everybody. And then we unpacked a whole bunch of excuses. Uh, Man, I I love unpacking these because I've been every single one of them. I bet you have too. I bet you heard yourself in some of those. So go rest. See you next time.